Right. I saw that someone else, I saw that the, someone just bought the Wu-Tang album again. Oh, the Screlly one? Yeah. There's only one they, album? Yeah, they made a, you don't know the story? No, I've never heard a, not. I've never heard he a know single Wu-Tang song in my life. In 40 years, oh, I've Jesus. never heard the Wu-Tang claim. <laughs> cool. Um, I'm not going to tell you the story. Ryan, let's start the podcast. I think it's already start started. With, uh, <laughs> yes, indeed, it probably has already started. Uh, people are going to love that. Yeah. Bill not knowing who Wu-Tang Clan is. They're rap, right? So, guys. Yeah. Yes. Are they so. Are they guys or guys? We're just going to just cut that whole part yep. out. <laughs> this is going to be bleeps and bleeps and bleeps. <laughs> are they bleep guys or bleep guys? <laughs> Do the math. I um, guess I guess it was sexist of me to assume they were guys. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, they're bleep, they're bleep guys. They're bleep so, guys. Hi guys. Hi. How's it going? Good. Early week podcast this week. It's kind of weird on a Tuesday. Yeah, we're trying to get a jump on things since uh, it was a marathon of a movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. My some nipples kind are of movie. my nipples are still chafed. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You know, from like. A, a marathon. Oh, okay. That happens a lot. For get, that was, I was the like, reference. What were you doing? <laughs> well, that's the other. Thanks. Thanks for stepping on that joke. <laughs> what did you just you open? What did you just open the there? Jokes. Uh, the funniest jokes. The ones you have to explain. Um, I just opened the Deep Ellum IPA from Deep Ellum Brewing Company. Uh, uh Deep Texas. In yeah, Texas, huh? Texas, Tejas. Yeah. What you um, got there, Ryan? That's all. So I I'm asked doing, you because uh, I care. Yeah. Someone actually asked me what I'm drinking this week. I've got the Ecliptic Brewing Sunray Juicy IPA. Mm. It's from Portland it on sure planet is. Earth. Nice, Bill. What are you eating over there? Hmm. I've got a Jello shot <laughs> that tracks. I have the Kirkland grape. <laughs> hey, Ryan, how many times yeah. have you done a jello shot by yourself? <laughs> zero times. Well, but, yep, zero times. Zero <laughs> yeah. times. Right. I was going to say, I, I had a jello shot once when I was experimenting with flavors, but I was not alone. So there you go. <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah, that's it's not really a uh, I'm going to relax here. <laughs> sit in my room and eat a jello a pre-made jello shot well, okay we went to this family thing that was like this vacation i don't know what you want to call it our annual family vacation with my extended family and we brought a bunch of jello shots and one of the bags was like never put in the fridge and so it never got eaten and so now i have all these jello shots at my house what am i supposed to do the kids yeah, keep saying. the kids keep asking for one <laughs> uh i would like to say that I'm disappointed in your whole family. Like this is Daddy's for, Jello for buying <laughs> pre-made Jello shots. It's definitely something you need to make on your own. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is I bought a bag of the pre-made Jello shots, and then I got there. My <laughs> sister was like, "I got those too." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that tracks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but don't um, worry. I've got a, I've got a chaser here. It's a pudding shot. <laughs> no, it's the Two Towns Pacific Pineapple Cider. Oh, fruity as always. Just wash down that jello shot. Sugar on sugar. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, Let's so we watched it. a movie this week that took a week to watch. <laughs> we did. We did. Yeah. I, I, I believe we watched Gone with the Wind. Yes. The Zack Snyder, the Zack Snyder cut. <laughs> uh, Rick, Rick decided on our movies none of us have watched that are highly recommended to go with the longest movie ever made the longest time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you guys ever seen a movie this long? No, I think no. Well, how long was Avengers um, Endgame came pretty close <laughs> to four hours? No, I didn't. I didn't okay. watch the Irishman, but I think it was three hours. Yeah, yeah. How long is um? How long is Justice League? The Zack Snyder cut. Nobody haven't seen I don't it. No. Okay. Haven't seen it. Don't know uh, anything about it. Is. Good topic, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. I figured I thought out of the three of us, one of you people would have watched it. Here, let's move on to me asking some questions because I have some trivia tonight. So, 3.02 hours. Avengers Endgame is 3.02 hours, it says on the. So, that's barely. <laughs> that's barely three. That's, yeah. And then. They haven't, um, they haven't even started to wrap up the slavery and horse murder. No. No, there's still several problematic scenes to go when you hit the three hour <laughs> yeah. mark of God with the wind. Mm-hmm. And when I say horse murder, <laughs> it's mean, not murdering horses. Nope. It's horses <laughs> murdering people. <laughs> All right, Bill, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I've got some trivia for you guys tonight. Uh, so the Zack Snyder cut of Justice you. <laughs> is uh, four hours and two minutes long. Oh, okay. So that's, that's long. Yeah. Like, I don't... I could watch a three-hour movie seems pretty long, but when you start stretching it to getting close to four, that is rough. Yeah, but also, how long have you binged something like Game of Thrones or something similar, Sopranos? I mean, um, I've watched four or five episodes of a sitting in one, you know. Yeah, but I think when you watch a show, they they progress much more than... Well, These yeah, they're, they're edited to be teasers to get you to watch the next hour. Right. Yeah, I'll watch a whole season of Ted Lasso all in one sitting if I need to, but mm. it's just different. It's different. It, just, it, it hits different. <laughs> That's what the kids say. I hear. <laughs> it's different. Okay, you guys ready for some like 1939 when you buy the trivia? Shot, instead of make the jello shot, it just hits different. Right? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, oh. okay. So, um... Let's see. I couldn't find any lists, Ryan. So Damn it. I know I, do, I don't have any lists of like the most popular movies or TV shows or songs. So we're going to have the most popular TV show. Nope. <laughs> okay. Do you know what it is? <laughs> I mean, I don't off the top of my head. Is think it, about is it, it the while. one that was on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Did they have TV then? I don't think they had TV yet. Some people had TVs. Mm, what year was this? 1939. I thought think TVs so? weren't until like the fifties. Color was in the fifties, right? I mean, TVs. Yeah, I, I like, I like how welcome you go. back to another like episode says, of the guys who don't know when anything happened podcast. I like he says color wasn't until the fifties, and we just watched a movie in color from nineteen thirty nine on on TVs. You moron! This was a movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, I don't have that list. <laughs> So we're, we're going to go with some world events and some sporting events. Uh, mostly sports trivia is what I went with. Okay, so buckle up. Okay. Uh, we're going to start with 
who? What did I? What? Oh, never mind. We're we're gonna start off with a uh, Price is Right style game here. Okay. TVs became popular. Good God! Let me get to the truth. <laughs> they became okay, popular. Fine. Became popular. Well, in fact, so- no, no. You know what? I know they had TV because three of my questions have to do with TV. All right. Well, it says like. Yeah, their mechanical a mechanical form came out in 1920. They became a popular consumer product after World War II and electronic. Okay, using cathode no, here ray we go. tubes. You're, you're, you're probably and right. Came Rick. out in 1953, like yeah. I said. Okay, so here's my first question. Are you ready? I'm going to okay. change yeah. up my first question. I'm ready. On September 1st, 1939, the BBC shut down their television broadcast for six years during the entire duration of World War II. What was the last show okay. broadcast on BBC on September 1st, 1939? I thought you said this was a Price is Right style game. I, I changed it to the TV question just to show Rick up. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It was made in America. I think that sometimes you have to realize that, like, I wasn't trying to die on that hill. I was just saying... <laughs> I th- I don't I, I also said I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but you started off by being like attacking me for saying I couldn't find a list of TV shows. Like I was an no. idiot for mentioning that there were TV shows. No, that is how you started. No, no I, I said I, I said you couldn't find a list of TV shows because I was joking because I didn't think there was TV yet. Right, because you were calling me an idiot right. for thinking there was TV. No. no, that was I didn't know you thought that. I was joking because you didn't have the best TV shows. Ah. Uh. Anyway, this TV show. It was a compliment that I didn't think you were an idiot, then I was an idiot. Okay. But then you yelled at me because you th- I said that color was on TV screens. Ryan, what do you think the last TV <laughs> show was? I'll give you a hint. It was animated. And all you have to do is name the, the main character Mickey Mouse. Correct. Ryan no, gets it's not. Yep. No, no. It was a Mickey Mouse it's, cartoon. With, it was probably Steamboat Willie, though. No, it wasn't Mortimer Mouse. It was a Mickey Mouse cartoon. And Ryan gets 10 points. 10 points. Okay, now we'll go to my uh, Price is Right. Rick, you get to go first this time. Okay. Uh, What was the population of the world in 1939? What is it now? I think it's about 7.5 billion. Yeah. Population of what? The world or United States, would you say? The world. I'm going to defer. This is Price is Right. Mm Mm-hmm. I heard that I w- keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I will go with three billion. I'm going to go with three billion and one. You're both wrong. <laughs> it was two point three billion. Damn it! Okay, well, at least I outfoxed Rick. Ryan, you're first here. Who won the World Series? Hmm. I mean. There's obvious answer is all actually, you know what? Hang on. Don't answer. Don't answer. We'll do it. We'll do it. The like quicker style to save time. Okay. I'm going to ask you world series, NFL, Stanley Cump, and the NCAA men's basketball championship. Who clinched the Stanley Cump? I say Cump. (laughs) The Stanley Cump. Okay. So Ryan, I want you to name your guess at all four. And then Rick, you can guess the same ones as Ryan or different ones. And you guys get five points for each correct answer. Five points each. Damn. So, uh, football national champion or pro football national championship. Yep. Baseball World Series champion Stanley Cump, 
mm-hmm. and NCAA football, did you say? No, NCAA men's basketball. I included basketball. that okay. particularly because I like the answer. There's a hint for you. Okay. So Oregon Ducks. Yeah, Oregon Ducks. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, Yankees for baseball, Packers for football, and Toronto Maple Leafs for Stanley Cump. I'm gonna go Brooklyn Dodgers for baseball. Uh, the Packers. Uh, the Bears for championship, the Oregon Ducks for NCAA, and the Can- Montreal Canadiens for <laughs> uh, you know Stanley Cump. Okay, Rick, you got five points for getting the Oregon Ducks correct. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Ryan got fifteen points for getting the Yankees Woo! and the Packers and the Ducks. Uh, the one you missed was the Stanley Cump, which was Stanley the Cump. Boston Bruins. Ah, fucking Boston. Okay, so speaking of those World Series champions, the Yankees, 1939 marked the fourth year in a row that the Yankees won the World Series. Okay. In, in, on July 4th, 1939, what Yankee... Retired after 17 seasons with the Yankees on July 4th and said, Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Rick, you go first. Are we going to, how many, are we going to have two chances at this? Sure, but start with one. Okay, okay I'm going to start with Babe Ruth. Okay. Lou Gehrig. That's what I was going to say. Ryan wins. It's Lou Damn Gehrig. It. <laughs> <laughs> Because when he said luckiest man on earth, I was like, no, nope, I don't think he is. Yeah. Oh, he's not. I liked it for the irony. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, the score right now is Ryan 35 to Rick 5. <laughs> Crushing it. Okay, Rick, for 15 points. Good chance to get back in this. You get to go Ooh. first, Rick. Okay. Who was named in 1939 Times Man of the Year? Adolf Hitler. Ryan? Same answer. You are both wrong. You want one <laughs> more guess? Not particularly. <laughs> Albert, <laughs> Albert Einstein. He's, that's not right. FDR. No, no. You were closer with your first guess, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was Joseph Stalin. <laughs> okay. Oh, fun. Fun. Okay, so... Since we are currently in the midst of Olympic fever in Tokyo, here's an Olympic question mm. for you. You shouldn't talk about fevers in Tokyo. <laughs> Keep going. In 1939, what country was scheduled to host the 1940 Olympics? Who's going first? I'm going to let Rick go first until it's close. <laughs> Germany. Ryan? Um... France. No, it was Tokyo, Japan. (laughs) Okay, for 10 bonus points, what country had just hosted the Olympics the previous summer in 1936? I mean, the previous Olympic summer. Germany. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even get the answer. Okay, go ahead, Ryan. 
<laughs> Germany. No, sorry. We were looking for Berlin. <laughs> um, okay, so Tokyo was supposed to host the 1940 Olympics, and they were canceled. Tokyo was also supposed to host the 2020 Olympics, and they were canceled. They're being played now in 2021. How many times has Tokyo hosted the Olympics? Twice. Once. Ooh, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to give Rick the points. I'm going to use Price is Right scoring, I guess. It's three, three times, because <laughs> they're hosting it right now. So they hosted in 1952, 1964, and 64, yeah. See, I knew both Oh, yeah, 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 64, yeah. Throw that in after I say it. I thought you meant previously. That's why I gave you those points, Rick. See, I was thinking it was a trick question when you said (laughs) their first one was canceled, so they didn't get it again. So So we're all all tied up, right? No, Rick has 25, and Ryan has 35. Okay, so... What else do I have? Oh, I've got two more great questions for you. I'll be the judge of that. Okay. Um, What was the most popular radio show in 1939? Rick, for 10 points. 1939. Was was it a serialized radio show? I'm not taking questions right now. (laughs) Um... Uh, Amos and Andy. Ryan? Little Orphan Annie. It was. Look at, the, look at him with his Christmas story references. It was the super popular and super racist Amos and Andy. Yeah, look at this guy. That okay. was 10, right? Yeah, we are all tied up. Fuck! Okay. It's Friday, fuck! Okay, this is, this is for the win. Ready? Who goes first? Um, I'm going to let Ryan go first because he had the lead for so long and now it's time. And I squandered it. And you guys cannot give the same answer. Okay. In 1939, who was the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom? Neville Chamberlain. Rick? I don't know. Man. I thought for sure Rick would go with Winston Churchill. No, he wasn't prime minister though, right? He was prime minister in 1940, the next year. Yeah, right. So I've been I've been watching The Crown off and on once in a while, but it didn't seem to line up exactly. So the correct answer was Neville Chamberlain. Ryan <laughs> is the winner. Ryan wins trivia. I know trivia. a thing. Okay, super fun World War II themed trivia. <laughs> Beginning of uh, World War II themed trivia. So yeah, this movie. Let's get into it. Gone, a- gone with the wind. What is it like considered to be? It's it's still adjusted for inflation. The highest grossing film of all time, uh, probably. Yeah, and it's it's like the second best movie ever made, next to Paddington Two, according to Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Right. And Paddington Two is better than this movie. <laughs> Okay, but, but okay, I, I feel like we're all three of us are going to have a long list of like horrible things about this movie grievances, but let's start off. At least I'm going to start off this way. This movie wasn't badly made. Right? Oh, no. Right. It was they it spent was, a 
ton of money moving. They spent a ton of money. They had very good sets, very good costumes. Um, The acting for what they wanted to do was done well. Right. Um, And and it was, it was well-written. It was, you know, a journey. It was a, um, not a day in the life so much as a decade in the life, but uh, (laughs) it was your whole, you know, slice of life, turn of the century. Well, not really. It was like, what, 18? Coming of age. Yeah, 1850s and 60s. Yeah. So, like, as far as from a pure making a movie standpoint, if you were to ignore what the movie was about, it was it was made well. Yes. Yeah. Shot well, good sets for the time. Uh, the color was good. Mm-hmm. For a 1930s movie, uh, well, that's that's if you love red and dark. <laughs> well, they did win a special Academy Award for use of color, right? Right. <laughs> but Seems they used, but it was just it was one color at a time. Though. <laughs> <laughs> well, they so, had to paint those sheets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little about Technicolor. I know it's gonna be super entertaining, but. Reds and greens were the colors that really popped in Technicolor. Mm-hmm. So that's why in both this movie and Wizard of Oz, there's a lot of red and green because that was the most impactful color you could get. And it was really the wow factor of using Technicolor as opposed to other film processing technologies that could do different other colors, but they weren't quite as bright and impactful. Oh, speaking of which, I just watched the first episode of the... um behind the attraction about the, the backstory of Disneyland rides. Mm. And the first one they do is jungle cruise. Cause they're yeah. you know, promoting I the saw, movie. I saw a thing about that, but um, they, so when they were first building Disneyland and they like marked out where they wanted the jungle cruise to be. And then they went around and they marked all the trees with like red ribbons for the ones they wanted to bulldoze and green ribbons for the ones they wanted to save for the ride. And the bulldozer driver was colorblind and knocked down all the trees. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Um, yeah, no, this movie. So here's the real question. If this movie was an hour 45, it would have been really good. Well, yeah, it, I don't know about that. Well, yeah, maybe not really good. It would have been fine. Which which part of the movie are you going to put in that hour 45? Well, no, I would edit it down just throughout. I mean, the same basic story, because here's the thing. Okay, let's get into it. <laughs> okay. When I watch a movie, it doesn't always have to be clear, and I don't always need this, but in this movie specifically, who's the protagonist? Um, I think it's Tara. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Are we supposed to <laughs> are we supposed to feel bad for the southern people in this movie? I think so. I think we are supposed to hate the freaking Yankees, right? They're like well, Yeah. But, but what was that one you? like their Oh, was it it wasn't their demon armies or something, but it was like something like they're like their ravaging armies came in and ransacked yeah, Georgia. And, 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 yeah. Yeah, and they they had like Right. They had killed everything from Atlanta to the yep. coast or whatever. And then right. the carpetbaggers came in. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. Like, the depiction of the carpetbaggers is real rough. Yeah. 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 But it's like, I I can't imagine anyone watching a movie and be like, oh, those poor 
those poor white folk, those poor white trash, as they said right. 15 yes. times this movie. Mm-hmm. So weird when they kept saying poor white trash. I don't know why, <laughs> but uh, Scarlet is probably the worst person yes. in the history of uh-huh. cinema. Yeah. Such a pain in the ass. She is. Well, and not just that, like she's a manipulative, lying, egomaniacal bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I know why Ashley was like nah yeah nah bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm yeah. going with this nah, other bro. one because yeah. yeah 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 well and I mean for for those of you that are listening that didn't sit through the four hours <laughs> that we did like let me let me recap real quick Scarlett's in love with a guy who's gonna marry someone else so she marries that girl's brother just cause because all the other girls call her a flirt and say, she's the kind of girl that'll never marry anyone. And so to prove them wrong, she marries dopey. What's his face. Um, the, the brother of the girl that the guy she actually loves is marrying. He then that same day goes to war because the civil war begins and dies of pneumonia in a hole in the ground somewhere. Right. And her biggest problem is she doesn't like to have to wear black. <laughs> right. right. And, and she instead does, of she, feeling bad, she just yeah. wants to party. Right. I'm not allowed to dance and I have to wear black because I'm a widow and it's not fair. Poor me. <laughs> yeah. Right? She's terrible. Then, yeah. So then she, she hits on her sister-in-law's husband again when he comes home for Christmas. And then she, uh, Comes back home, her mom dies, her dad goes crazy, she makes her vow, I'll never be hungry again, right? After, yeah, she, what, so that was weird, where she runs outside. And like gnaws she, on that carrot. She, yeah. no, I think it was a, I think it was a cornichon. <laughs> and she like. Cornichoto. And, and, and then she gagged on it, uh-huh. which says, I'll never go hungry again. Like, what are you eating? Just a random tuber? I think <laughs> yeah. it was a turnip, like, but still, yes. Why? Why so not? then. So then dad dies on a horse, right? Isn't that, or is, am I jumping ahead there? Ha, ha. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so then. Yeah, dad dies on a horse right after um, the former, like, land agent guy, which they kind of treat like shit, comes back with right. money and well, he tries he, to chase him off. Right. And then and that's after she was a lumber yard. No, 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 no. This is before the Lumberyard Baron, because then what happens is she's going to lose her land, Tara, if she can't pay the tax. And she goes to Ashley, asks him for the money. He says he doesn't have it. And then she like kisses him and tries to steal him again. And he's like, nope, going to be faithful to my wife here. Kind of. And uh, kind of. So then she goes into town and is like, oh, this guy with this lumber store is doing well. He's got money now. He wants to marry this other girl. I'll seduce him. And let me just slide up in me, that piece. Yep. I'll lie to him and tell him that his girl is marrying someone else and uh, marry him just to take his money. And then, like, there's that scene. Here's one of the scenes you could cut, Rick, if you were making it shorter. Okay. Uh, the scene where she's running the lumber mill and the guy brings in all of the prisoners from the jail and mm-hmm. she wants the prisoner labor. And her husband is like, oh, I don't think you should treat the poor white prisoners like that. Like, just hire a d- Right. Yeah. yeah. You can bleep well, that out. <laughs> there's like all these things where like 
I went back and forth a little bit when I'm watching them talk about the war, right? I think that the war, it's important to the story because it's the time period. They're trying to say why these people are no longer in existence. They've been gone, gone with the wind. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, Um, (laughs) right. And then they're like, but I didn't need any of that backstory from the war because it was like useless. They wasted so much time with it. Mm -hmm. And then and then in a four hour movie, instead of talking about people dying, they would just write a letter and show it on the screen. Yeah. Yeah, The cut scenes were we, we don't have we don't have enough time to get this part of the story in here. Like, did they run out of time in four hours? It, apparently, it was, they couldn't uh, tell that part. I think it was maybe it that was, was when you were supposed to get up and get popcorn or something. I don't fuck. I know. guess or yeah, change your catheter. There wasn't an intermission <laughs> in this version, but I've been told there is an intermission in this movie. I'm sure it's after she yeah. bows. I'll never be hungry again. Right? That's got to be. Uh, but that's, that's kind of that's, that's close to the middle, and it's a turning point. Right? The only other thing it could be is when, like, okay, so second husband dies. Uh, yeah. at the lumber mill and then she finally agrees to marry uh what's Rhett Butler. Rhett Butler. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who is like kind of like pretty fun. He's right? kind of the protagonist, right? He's, he was never he's really Civil on War the Burt Reynolds. But he's a dick. That is what I thought too. I thought he was Civil War Burt Reynolds. <laughs> it's like he's got a mustache. It's the mustache. And, well, it's not just the mustache because how did he make all his money during the war? Running blockades. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> right. Uh, Clark get, getting that, always have a, getting that Coors to Florida. <laughs> did he always have a mustache? I like th- that? Think, I feel like it. We're like, normally pretty wrong on this show. So, <laughs> who's Clark Gable? Is he Rhett Butler? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hey, have you ever heard of the name Clark Gable before? I don't know. What else has he been in? So the only other movie I've ever seen him in is I've seen Mutiny on the Bounty. Never it's heard a of pirate. it. Yeah, never heard of it, huh? No. Nope. Well, it doesn't matter. We're not. Doesn't matter. Let's keep going. Is the Bounty but, a ship? Yes. Hmm. Well, no. What What else did they have a mutiny on? You think? Well, but the Bounty. It was a bunch of, it was a bunch of nomads. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, so they were on ships. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nomadic ship people. <laughs> um. Okay. So. She marries Rhett. Neither one of them. Do you think that he loves her? Yes. Do you think well, she? Think she's, do you think she she's ever? Hot. Do you think she ever loved him? No. 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 She but, was but she always never, using everybody. She never said she did, though. She was always like, she's like, I kind of like at the you. End, no, at the end, she said she loved him. I've grown sure. accustomed to her face. Yeah. I don't think she yeah. ever loved anyone. No. no. Herself. Yeah. Yeah. Herself. Yeah. And and Tara. Not and maybe like, her mom. I don't know if she loved her kid. Not her daughter. No, not her no. kid for sure. No. That's why Rhett was like, I'm taking her with She me. never cared. Right. Yeah. And yeah. He also when he got back, he was going crazy. Right. So then, so she marries Rhett. They have a daughter. He gets pissed because she's still in love with Ashley. Takes the daughter to England. The daughter has a bad dream. So he comes home. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and then like, they get into kind of a big fight. And then why, why does she come down all drunk or like looking to drink? I'm trying to remember why she's so upset that night. Well, she was always drinking. So, oh, because, because she had got, was that when she got caught hugging Ashley? 
Yeah, maybe something like that. And then he rapes her. Yes, right. marital rape. Right. Wouldn't Always you, good. Wouldn't you call that? I mean, she was saying no, 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 and beating on his chest. And he no, no, no. Grabbed, I'm agreeing. I'm yeah. agreeing. It okay. was rape. Rick I'm doesn't look, she, Rick she, doesn't she look like no, he's no, agreeing. No, like she didn't say no, no, no like that. <laughs> right. Uh, Hot take. Hot take. No, no. Ryan was like, no, no, no. Get it? Anyway. Uh, uh, the um, Yeah, no. Definitely. That's yeah. not cool. And so then she's pregnant. I don't agree <laughs> with that. You don't? You're against rape? I'm against rape. Even, if, it, even if they're married? Yep. So then. So you think misogyny is fun? I think <laughs> it's fun do I have the movies for you? <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> isn't isn't Anchorman based entirely on the idea that misogyny is fun? <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> uh, so then that scene where he tells her to have an accident and then she falls down falls down the stairs and loses the That's baby. That's rough. Yeah, like, like, oh, how convenient. I just accidentally like swooped this way and knocked you down the giantest flight of stairs ever. Yeah. Rick, what what are you doing? Listening. Oh, you just look like you're yeah, like never. staring off. <laughs> no, never. I've never, never heard, never of, heard that. of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that's pretty messed up, too. Yeah. Where he's like, don't have the baby, just have an accident. And then a second later, she's. Falling down Causes the stairs, an accident, and the yeah. baby's yeah. lost. And then the daughter dies in the horse jumping accident, just like dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which which was like which. So in a in a normal movie, in a shorter movie, you could have had that be the crux of this movie, right? Like, right. You could have had a relationship between Rhett and Scarlet. You know, some things happen. You know, all, you just cut it down, and then daughter dies. And you find out she's a, you realize she is absolutely a terrible person, and then she tries to come to terms with it, and then it's over. Because even at the end of this movie, when she's it's like, is there a part two? When she's like, I'm gonna get him back. Mm-hmm. I want to see what happens. I don't think she does. Why they leave a cliffhanger? She lives unhappily ever after. Yeah, well, maybe. And then, I mean, obviously, it's a cliffhanger because. Clark Gable says he doesn't give a shit, but that obviously can't be. I mean, he the said end damn. Of the story. <laughs> well, yes, I'm paraphrasing. That'd be funny. But, that there's a remake. Frankly, frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Go doesn't, fuck yourself. Doesn't have the same ring to it. So, Jane, you can, intolerable slut. <laughs> have you guys read about this movie at all? No. Were you reading another article? <laughs> I wasn't. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you if you read it because I don't want to. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I want to know. I actually did what, read a little bit about it. What was people's re- like? Why did people love this movie? I I don't know. I'm not saying that I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but like, who this movie is inherently racist, right? Yeah, and people that but the love United it, States in 1939 were pretty much inherently racist too, or at least the ones sure, that could afford to go to movie theaters. Sure, but like for it to be such a big deal, it seems like I think so. You know what's what's. Thought. Go ahead, Ryan. That, like, why, why was this a big deal? And I think it was really like one of the first big spectacle movies, right? We have 
all the blockbusters. The analogous thing would be the the Marvel movies now, where they're like a, a spectacle. You have to go see it. This was an epic. It was the biggest, colorist, most colorful uh, story with big names and a bunch of money behind it. They spent $139 million on this movie. That's yeah, a lot. That's crazy. That's a um, lot, a lot. They could, they could have made like 139 clerks. <laughs> <laughs> when someone, when someone walked out of this movie, did anyone, was anyone like, Oh, that was uncultured so good. spot. Yeah. I, I feel so bad for Scarlet or no, it, or, or we're at where, was any was was a black person in the movie just like that was hor like <laughs> I don't know it's just a hor- it's horrible it's it's interesting okay because this movie was made eighty years after the Civil War right yeah mm-hmm. if my math is right and right now we're about eighty years away from World War Two yep right. So can you imagine a giant, huge blockbuster movie being the like biggest grossing movie, most popular movie ever made? And the premise is in World War Two. And it's about the like big, mad, bad, mean old allies and how they just really messed up the, you know, the <laughs> the culture of the Nazis that were just trying to hang on to their that like. Well, can, like, ha- like, like, like Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit doesn't glorify <laughs> Nazi doesn't. Germany. It, right. But it, it also, it's, it's the first movie to take it playfully to make a comedic Hitler. Sure. But in Gone with the Wind, though, is that what they're doing? Like, because they're not, they never show the war. No. Right. They show right. some guys cut, marching back. Yeah. They don't glorify they show some dead guys in the street. And Clark Gable is like, you guys are idiots. We're going to get fucking slaughtered here. Mm-hmm. We don't have, you know, we can't do this. And he's right the whole time, you know. Okay, so if you're looking at it from that point of view, then you have to say that all of the pro-antebellum and even the racism and all of these horrible things that you're saying are terrible, you have to view them as satire if you think they're not actually trying to get you to... Um, feel for the South, right? Well, it doesn't have to be satire. Well, well it, it kind of does. We're uh, we're looking at, at through it. We're looking at this through a different lens, though. Also, right? Yeah. We're looking at this. We're looking at this a hundred years or a hundred and whatever. Right, uh, hundred sixty. Were you trying to get eighty plus eighty? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, removed from this whole thing, so it's very different, but. You know, I did I did see one little thing that said that this time period, there was a big love for everything Dixie at the time back then. I don't know why. I don't know where that was stemming from. Well, but, you know, it's it's funny because we sit here and we go, this is so horrible. How did people react in 1939? But we're barely a year removed from people rioting over Confederate flags and Confederate statues coming down in the South. Like there's there's still some of that hanging on to wishing the South had won. And, you know, this movie, this movie, didn't you, when, when this, when HBO max starts, so I watched it on HBO max. Did you guys also? Yes. 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 The intro, Uh, the 15 minute intro. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Last year, apologizing for it. (laughs) Last year, they took it off. Uh huh. 
because of all that stuff that was happening. Right. They've put it back on since. Mm. Um, but like, I know that there's still that mentality, but I just, I don't see anything. I don't think this glorifies it in any way, but I, I feel think- like it does demonize the North. And I, I think it does. I think it is told Maybe it's not the overall message, but I do think that this story is told from the premise of the North was wrong and the South was right. That's the attitude of every that, character. But I That's also it. would like to say that these, this life that they are idealizing so much is entirely dependent on free labor. Right. Yeah. Like that they, they take because they have indentured servants or slaves for, you know, so yeah. They, they're like, oh, I want to hold on to this grandeur and glory. You couldn't afford that grandeur and glory if you were just cotton farmers. That- right. But, it, but at what point in this movie does anything that Scarlet does or anyone in this movie, wh- whatever works out for them and what seems like, oh, this would have been better if we would have left him alone. I don't think anything. And I think... See, if, that's, why if, I don't, that's why I don't think it's glorifying it because I think that... I mean, it's, it sounds like I'm defending the South. I'm not. I just, this movie, I feel like it is just showing a picture of what was going on. I don't know if it is really saying, look how cool Scarlet is. You could be this gal well, if the North wasn't shitty. I mean, don't you look, I, I look at it and I look at a movie like True Romance. Right? Okay. Obvious connection, yes. Right. So, well, it kind of is. If you look at it, nothing... Do you think that that movie is glorifying murder and drug dealing? No. And, and saying that that's the way you should go about it. And, and, and nothing ends up well for anyone who's involved in it. Right. But at the same time, it's also not like, Oh, look well, at Chris- it ends up well for the, for Christian Slater. I mean, they go, they get to escape to Mexico and hang out with their kid. I mean, he has an eye patch, but that's not, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now he can be a nomad. Um, yeah. Or a pirate. I get those two mixed up. <laughs> um, I, I think it's, I think there is a part of it that, that, that does glorify that, especially in that time. I think there's people who watch it and go, Oh, I'd love to be one of those girls and just spend all of my time taking naps and flirting with boys and, you know, the finishing school mentality. Right. Yes. Yeah. Scarlett O'Hara is, a Civil War era Instagram influencer. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's she basically just, what she is. I mean, right. she's a debutante. She's a. The thing that pissed me pissed me off about this movie the most was that they put the part in the middle in it when where she actually had to like get her shit together and hold the family together just to make you care about her just enough so that she can go and be shitty again for the last hour of the movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She. She is. One of the worst characters in film I've ever seen. Yeah. No, she's horrible. Yes. Uh, the yeah. the actresses, uh, the, the portrayal of the character is well acted, but the character itself is terrible. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? Um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. Yeah. 
Well, I don't think we need to dwell on this too much, do you? No. I think we all agree that we didn't really like this movie and hated how long it was. Uh, I don't know about that. I Let's go to break and we'll talk about it when we get back. Sure. Sounds good. Okay. See you on the other side. We're back in case you didn't know. Yeah. So, did you guys we just start talk- without me? Well, during the break we were just mentioning that um this movie it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, Plus, we don't let you talk, so we figured it didn't matter if you were back yet or not. Yeah. It's Ryan's turn to talk, Rick. It's always Ryan's turn to talk. So, How can you think that I dubbed that in? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you dubbed it in. I think you just said it. No, and it just sounds oh my like gosh. me. You're the one. You. You're so stupid. I. I think. So Why don't you go like, back in your little time machine <laughs> to when we recorded that and figure out who said it? Because here's the thing: I am not arguing that it's not <laughs> me. You sure are. What I was saying was, I don't think it sounds like me. I think it sounds like you saying it about yourself. It's just I, okay. it's an opinion. It's an opinion that I'm not trying to argue about. Why don't Why don't you simplify everything about that sentence and say, in that clip, I think I sound like you? Because I think that because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> in that so clip, wait, you think in that clip in you that think clip? you sound like Ryan? Sure. Yes. That's what Thanks I said. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. No, good. but what you actually think is that I'm doing a Rick voice. <laughs> well, no, I th- no, I don't. I think that you're doing a but not a good one a voice that isn't mine. Uh, yeah, maybe. Did I really give the French Connection a twenty-two? Yeah. Oh no, that was that was my guess oh, for what you okay. thought it was yeah. going to be. Yeah. I'm getting confused by the clamometer. It's been acting funny recently. We may need a Fritz. We may need a clamometer reset soon. Add some clamato to it. Top it off. Yeah. <laughs> Make it the chalometer. <laughs> Chalotomer. Chalotomometer. <laughs> okay. Speaking of which, so how we are we going to do this? We should probably get to the clamometer. Yeah. Without, we without should probably the get to the clamometer. <laughs> I see. I edited it. Okay. Nice. Um, that was how to edit it to make it better. Just, <laughs> we should get to the clamometer. You're welcome, Just Erica. All of it out. <laughs> um, I'll give, let's give you. Let's do mine and Ryan scores. Right. You say what what's, you actually. What's your meter called again, Rick? I don't. I thought his was uh, the. Ba- it's the Richter, the, the the Richter, Richter scale. scale. <laughs> I think it's just Richter okay. scale. And it's in decibels. Yeah. Uh, but you'll so call yeah. it percents anyway. So you guys are going to say how you actually liked it. Then you're going to say how you think I liked it. And then I'm going to reveal how it really was. Okay. So I have my score here. I know I'm going to get shit for having it lower on the list with the other movies we've watched so far, but I've been thinking about that a little bit. And it's because up until now, just these last two movies, the other movies you assigned me, of course they're going to be not good because you don't have good taste. I don't know. (laughs) I thought maybe gone with the wind would get a forget Paris bump. Oh, no way. <laughs> I, I would. I would. Mm, I would rather watch Gone with the Wind again. No, you wouldn't, because you said you'll watch Forget Paris again, and you will never watch Gone with the Wind again. I would watch <laughs> Gone with the Wind again, 
more than Forget Paris again based on my rankings, but Forget Paris is a lot shorter. So if I had to just squeeze in that might, but there's no way it gets a bump. It's a way better movie than well, Forget Paris. The only reason you'd watch Forget Paris again is to get more ammo to make fun of it. (laughs) Gone with the Wind isn't, it's not rewatchable in any way for me. So anyway, um, rewatchability isn't the only thing I put on the list, but it is a, it does weigh heavily on my mind sometimes. And I think I would rather, if I was gonna watch a long movie, and I had a choice between Gone with the Wind and Braveheart. I'd watch Braveheart again. Mm-hmm. And I gave Braveheart a yeah. 33. Mm-hmm. I'm giving Gone with the Wind a 31. Okay. Okay. Um, are you going to do Bill's next, or do you want me to do mine? I want to do then... yours next. Okay. Um, like we said, I liked the production quality of this movie. Um, the characters were good. The acting was good. The cinematography was good. The sets were good because this is back when they had like legit sets. Um, it was way, 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 way too long. The pr- whole premise. Now, now, we can't fully blame the movie for this because it was based on the book and it was a thousand page book. But they made a book yeah, out of that. So was it. Right. And that, well, at least they broke that up in a couple of movies. Right. But I mean, so so what I'm saying is, is that they made this movie because the book was popular. So you can't entirely blame them making this movie on just wanting to really have the South again. They wanted to make money off of something that already made money on making a book. Do we know when the book? When was the book written? How many pages of a book relate to how many hours the movie should be? Well, and that that's one of my problems with it is that it. There's so much, like, fluff there that doesn't change my opinion about any of the characters. And in fact, the extra fluff, the extra middle to, I don't know how you want to just divide this and acts, it seems like there's seven or something. But when Scarlet's poor and at Tara and she actually is trying to do good by her family and everybody and the, the slaves that are good to her or whatever, only makes me more mad at her. Mm-hmm. So if it was shorter, maybe I would have liked the characters better because they wouldn't have toyed with my emotions. I don't know. So that being said, I definitely think this is better than Forget Paris. Um I don't recall what else is on the window meter, but uh, Whoa. I, I really, I really think I don't know what your problem is, Bill. I'm just saying <laughs> words here. I think I'm going to put this at a 47. Whoa! Wow. I I think the movie making geek in me appreciates the effort made. And it overcomes the fact that somebody needed to, to get a good editor for that because I know, I know what it takes to do some good. <laughs> I editing. think if I was so if I was going to guess Bill's number, I think you and Bill line up exactly at forty-seven. I was going to put him at forty-five. So, wow, he's going to go low. That's fascinating. I can tell. <laughs> so just by that reaction, I I agree with everything you're saying about the the. Quality of the 
product, Ryan. But you, I mean, just like you put so much stock in how the film is made and edited and dressed and sound quality and all that sort of thing. You know, I put so much stock in the story, you know, and there was good story here, but it wasn't a good story. You know what I mean? Like they told a story, but it's a terrible story. And I feel like if this movie had been about Rhett, I could have got behind this movie a lot more, you know? So if it was more white male focused, you would have liked it more. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> if it, I mean, it is. If it was, no, what I mean is if it was more about the rebel, if it was more about the misfit in the antebellum South and how he kind of stirred things up and changed them, you know, he wasn't a spy for the North. He wasn't a traitor to the South, but he was a rebel that just, he didn't buy into any of the bullshit. He didn't buy into the way ladies should behave or the way proper men should behave. Like I liked that. And, but this movie wasn't about him. It was about Scarlett. And I felt like it was glorifying the South and it was like trying to prop her up as the protagonist. And I just, I just felt like she's a terrible, terrible person. And they made a, a, a well-made movie about a shitty person. And like yeah. it, like Rick's saying, it has zero rewatchability for me, and it's not something that um, it's it's not like one of those classics. We we touched on Casablanca a little bit last episode. Like Casablanca, I don't rewatch it all the time. I think I've only seen it twice, but it's also a really well made movie. But it's also a good story. It's one of those movies that I watch it. I'm like, I'm glad I watched that. I'm glad I went back and watched it. Gone with the mm-hmm. Wind doesn't hold any of that for me. And I would be fine if everyone was like, you know what? We should just, this movie should be canceled. You know, if none of the streaming services had it, I don't think we would suffer in the, the film world for it. So anyway, I gave this movie an 18. Whoa. <laughs> Yikes. 18. So where where's that bracketing in, Rick? keeper of the clamometer. I think it, it um, puts it above some of the movies I hate, but it puts yeah, it but below. It puts it above Caddyshack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and again, I'd say this movie, I liked it more than Caddyshack. I liked it more than Clerks. I liked it more than Pee Wee. And I liked it more than the um, racist baseball movie. But um, Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. Yeah. Yeah. And you also liked it more than. Uh, what else is down there? The, the worst movie you've ever seen. Clerks. Clerks. I said that. No, there's one more. What did you watch recently that was worse? I didn't watch anything worse than Clerks, did I? Yeah, you gave Clerks a bump up to one. Really? But I, I put down initials here, and I don't know what it is. What are they? I think it's T, TCM. Uh, Chainsaw Ma- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Massacre. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> No, that that tracks. <laughs> but wouldn't Leatherface have been good in this movie as Scarlet? <laughs> sure. I mean, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> right. Um, I was like yeah, Turner that, classic movies. I think my <laughs> ranking maybe is a little high. Um, I think it's just based on movie making alone. I'm so, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised I both of you put it that high, and it has to only yeah. be just because of the quality of the filmmaking. Yeah, because I didn't like it. I guess I just feel like a polished turd is still a turd. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna change I'm gonna change my score to fifteen. Oh. <laughs> you had to go below me on this one, huh? You you couldn't yeah. handle the fact that I disliked the racism and the rape more than you. <laughs> yeah, I think that I I think that I had a weird dilemma in my brain that I was gonna be the one that didn't like it again. Uh-huh. Uh but I didn't I mean, I barely honestly, I mean I would give you shit for this, but I don't care. At four hours, I barely watched it. I mean, I had it on in the background of doing a lot of things, and I never—I was never like, "Oh, hang on, let me watch this part." I—I I got caught up on a lot of emails and uh, yeah, right, <laughs> and, and got through a lot of levels of Angry Birds. Yeah, exactly. So, so I will say that hearing that account, I probably paid the most attention to this movie. So. Perhaps I was paying attention to the filmmaking aspects of it more so than you guys, hence giving my rating a bump, even though the story is is not something that should be um, repeated. Yeah. I, you know, this movie stressed me out a little bit. I've never known a person as horrible as Scarlet. But I have been in situations where I'm I just, around a person. I just want you to save that drop next time he says I'm the worst person. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I, overlay that with a really like choppy. I've never <laughs> known a person as bad as Bill. <laughs> um, I've never known a person as bad as Scarlet. But I have known some people in my life that are just not fun to be around in any way, mm-hmm. and there's always a lot of stress, and it makes you really. It's it's tangible, right? They, they live and on drama. They are just, fueled by no ma- drama. No matter what I was listening to or watching this movie, I could just feel like vitriol and hatred for her. Yeah. Like it was I was just like, this is not fun. I'm not enjoy- I sometimes you can watch a movie that has like a shitty person as the even the protagonist, or just like, you know, they're a bad person. Yeah, like what no- was that uh, McConaughey movie where he's like a beach bum and like he's terrible, but it's still worth watching. You uh, know what I'm talking about? S- well, are you talking about there's a movie called Surfer Dude? <laughs> Probably not that one, right? No, it came out recently. Spring, it's it not Spring Breakers, right? No. Oh, I know you're talking about though. Mud. He's like lives on. No, he lives on a beach or whatever. Yeah, he's like it, but- rich as fuck and Snoop Dogg's in it. And like, yeah, is. Selma Hayek is wife is well, a really hot wife, but you could definitely just go through and I could still enjoy a movie, but this one just didn't do that. It yeah. was just like, you know, I just felt gross like watching this lady for that long. Cause she was terrible. Yeah, you know, I had, I had a friend for years and, you know, probably would still say he's my friend, but, um, Can you do a podcast with him. <laughs> But he's he was one of those guys who like he was my friend and he was fun to be around, but everything was always about him and always had to be like about him and his way and turned everything into it's all about him, you know? And it's just like that's how Scarlet is. It's just one of those people where it's like eventually everyone gets sick of that person and get like and I think that was this movie, it was people just some rapidly at the beginning and then all the other people gradually just being like, okay, I give up. You just, you can never, it's like to, to go back to big bang theory. She's like Sheldon, right? We're like, yeah, like just this total social unawareness and like, Oh, everything everyone says and does must be about me. Right. And then you bring, and then also 
drama. Like you're not even a fun right. person to be right. around because yeah. everything else sucks too. Yeah. All the right. Beach Bum was the movie I was talking about, Rick. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. so we need a movie to watch next, and we're still on our movies none of us have seen that are in the AFI Top 100, right? Yep. Yes, yes. It's my turn to choose, and I'll tell you, one of my favorite shows ever that I own the only season, it got canceled in the first season, like most of my favorite shows do, um, <laughs> is Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Right. Hmm. Interesting. And uh, I've watched that. I've watched that show 20 times that season beginning to end all 22 episodes of it. It's so good. Um, but the, the premise of that movie where that movie begins is with a Saturday night live style TV show where the like producer of the show just like loses his mind and like takes control of the live broadcast and just like, basically trashes television and all that it's become. And they spoil alert. I've never seen it. So, well, it's in the first five minutes of that TV and show. I wa- and I want to watch it Good. sometime. Well, you'll now know how the first five minutes goes, but okay. they say like 10 times in there that like is just like network. It's just like network. It's just like the movie network or Patty Chayefsky would be proud who wrote network. And I've never seen network, <laughs> which I have wanted to see, and it is on the list. And in talking to you guys, I know that you guys have not seen this either. So I have our next- no idea what this movie is. It's funny when you start talking about your favorite show, I got confused for a minute because I thought you were going to say, because this is, I've never seen it either, but what I assume is that this must be a lot like Newsroom. Oh, I also really like Newsroom. So do I. New- Newsroom's good too, written by the same guy who wrote Studio 60. Um, oh, he wrote- uh, Studio 60. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who did? Um, it's, uh, what's his face? Aaron, you know, Aaron Sorkin, West, West Aaron Wing. Sorkin. That's West what Wing I thought. Yeah. yeah. He, he did West Wing and then Studio 60 and then Newsroom. And Studio 60 is just a not funny version of 30 Rock, right? They were, they, they premiered on the same day. Like they came out at gotcha. the same time. It's, it's just a, it's a one hour drama that has the same right. premise as 30 Rock. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, in fact, the second season of 30 Rock. Aaron Sorkin is on 30 Rock and she like brings up Studio 60 and he's like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's a really good cast. It has, um, you know, uh, Matthew Perry and uh, who's the guy that played Josh Lyman in West Wing. Yeah. Business ethics, we like to call him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, you shouldn't have said Josh and I got confused of his actual name. Right. Cause I know it and I always forget it. And then I always remember it when I watch handmaid's tale, I'm always like, I know his name. Bradley. It it's Bradley like, Whitford. Bradley Whitford. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Amanda and then, Pete's in it. Yeah. Amanda Pete's in it. Steven Weber is in it. Um, DL Hughley. Yeah. The, okay. Well, so let's Simon, watch, uh, Simon Helberg, uh, let, Sarah Paulson. Yeah. None of them are in network. But, <laughs> but we're going to watch Network because there's been a lot of good but, stuff inspired by Network. Do you know who is in Network? Who? Faye Dunaway. Oh, okay. Who was also Dude. in Chinatown. Chinatown. Right. Yeah. It's pretty fun, right? Good times. Hopefully, uh, hopefully she won't have a daughter sister in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> she might. Yeah. All right. But, well, oh, well, last thing. We've, we've been talking about the famous lines that we know from these movies we've never seen, or at least I have. Right. I knew I knew Jake. This is Chinatown. And I knew, frankly, Scarlett, I don't give a damn. Do you guys know the famous line from Network? 
isn't it I'm not going to take this anymore or something like that? I'm mad I'm as mad hell, as and, hell, I'm hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Robert Duvall, Ned Beatty. Hey, spoiler alert. You're supposed to guess all this stuff. <laughs> okay. So next week, network. Network. Sounds good. Okay. Ryan, did you have anything else to add? <laughs> no, just, you know, the tags at the end. Yeah, go for it. Are you guys finished with your bullshit? I mean, I'm never finished with my bullshit. <laughs> fair statement is fair. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for this week. Bill's taken off his headphones. He's resigned to not doing any more work for the rest of the podcast. I really want to thank all of you listeners out there. Really do appreciate you listening to our bullshit. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We're on Instagram at Mish Education of Bill. We are on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please do email us at miseducationofbill at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and like us on all your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on all the major apps, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find your podcasts. Special thanks to Wyatt Only and the Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at woatw.com. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. I think it's going to be good, too. What did he say? What was he... Got him. I was juggling uh, two balls and a small thing. Duck. <laughs> a small duck. I was juggling two balls and a small duck. I think I cut it well enough to get the point across. Uh, stopping recording.